Holy shit, we got a big one today, Dave. Now, this is episode 49, and it's kind of post-apocalyptic like no other. Well, we started the process of killing our listeners, which, you know, it will continue after this week. Now, no one in the Patreon litter box is safe. You know what you signed up for. Now, we have a variety of stuff for you today. Yeah, on top of post-apocalyptic, we've got our top five something. It was something dumb, I don't remember. Oh, it's my favorite sports ball games. Well, that's right, it gets weird. I'll snooker your face, Dave. Well, Angus and I sat down, and we watched another classic, I guess, movie. Oh, it's definitely a classic. Now, but Angus educates you about his special elf sister. After today, you'll be able to judge movies properly with the ALF system. Right, well, Angus has got some crap for you. Angus is teaching you critical empiricals. It's the definition of dumb this week. That's right, we're going to learn about deep underground military bases in my Angus Blackburn Jr. conspiracy now, corner. All that, and Angus has got some stupid prep for Christmas. It's a Christmas Day drink and cheat code guide. Also, Angus is going to tell his chitrin a little bedtime story. You see how the writers are writing you out of your own show? Whatever, this yeah. is episode 49 of The, the Dave and Angus Show. show. Yeah. It's Dave the Angus. Yeah. It's Dave so Scatcast asked us to go hard on the holidays, and that confused me. Because you're a 13-year-old boy in the head. All hard on Christmas, your face, Dave. Yeah, I know. I've heard that a few times. Well, me and this barrel of chips that are becoming poop have been talking about what's the best Christmas gift of all time. Which doesn't really make sense. Right, so I changed my question to best kind of Christmas gift. I mean, just, you know, spending time with the family, probably a vacation. If somebody gave you a vacation for your family, that would be amazing. Eh, wrong answer, Dave. Right, I knew you'd say that. Well, first of all, you want a vacation from your family if you're any kind of normal person. If you say so. And second, I broke it down into class the perfect gifts by class yes the perfect gift for a poor person is a puppy for a poor what, what people, are you talking about poor people get puppies no they fucking don't they're a sign of wealth maybe in the olden days dave god damn it angus people that like puppies get puppies the poors everybody likes puppies and lots of people get puppies in all the classes wrong and the perfect gift for the poors is absolutely a puppy not even everyone likes dogs puppy for the poors no, he doesn't represent scat cast in any way the fuck i don't now for you working poors oh, a mercedes benz with a bow on it a giant surprise purchase is not the perfect gift blow it out your chip poop pipe dave okay i'm not sure which end that is. It's your rectal spigot, Dave. Yikes. All right, so normal poors like you and I, puppies. What do you consider poor? Non-hundred millionaires. That's kind of a, what? Inflation's a wildfire, Dave. Only hundred millionaires are fucking yeah, safe. I'd want to look into the facts on that. Well, shut up. Puppies poor. Middle poor, working fucks, Mercedes. Now, only like doctors and shit can afford Mercedes. Yeah, working poor. How is a doctor working poor? hundred millionaires, Dave, you're not listening. Yikes. All right, now the perfect gift that the richy rich guys like to give to each other is an island. Just an island? Yeah, mostly used for satanic sex parties. That's the perfect gift for rich people? I'm not saying everybody, I'm just saying like an aggregate. What the fuck is, what? well, Dave, I don't know if you knew this, but a percentage of these richy rich guys have the same kind of taste as the fucking, you know, some of the Catholic priests. Right, but didn't even make it to episode 50 and we're done, we're just canceled I'm now. just saying, I made an aggregate, they want an island and they probably want to do satanic shit. A lot of rich people do wonderful fucking things in the world and they offer great services to the world. Their ideas have made things happen and, you know, they run systems that are very complicated. Yeah, rich people don't listen to this show and they're not going to just give you money for being a little kiss-ass, Dave. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. I know some of them do good and some of them touch little chitrix. I'm done with this segment. Can we move on? Oh, they get worse. I hope I survive the show. Me fucking too. All right, shut the fuck up, Steve, and queue up the next thing. Eat a dick, Angus. Jog on, cunt, and also do the thing. All right, it's time to get serious about the holidays. Now, I helped you get through football day. I doubt that. And you knew the wet noodle technique when you got to Black Friday. No, I hope none of you used it. But now it's time to prepare for the serious bullshit that is Christmas. No, I recommend ignoring everything from here on out. And Angus wants you to enjoy Christmas. And since you'll likely be around people that you dislike. Well, like your family. I'll say what I said. Okay. Angus is going to give you the Christmas Day Drinker's Guide. No, for fuck's sake. Take some notes and you'll be able to handle Aunt Sally and Willie Bill and all their bullshit. No, tune out. It's called day drinking and you're going to want to plan during these bullshit circumstances. Angus, fuck. No, step one. You're going to want a festive mug. It doesn't have to match your ugly sweatshirt, but it should. What? Also, I feel like your 
Christmas mug should have antlers. Why? Because an Angus commands it. This podcasting thing's not going to his head at all. It's certainly not. Now check it out. Your mission, as soon as you have your mug and you're filling it with liquor, or whatever, eggnog or hot cocoa or whatever the fuck you're going to hide it with, is to find a motherfucking chair and never move again. What? It could be a spot on the couch. Maybe it's a card table foldy chair at the kitty table. Maybe you're on the fucking porch outside with the dog. Doesn't matter. Once you've claimed it as your own, never leave again. What? Dave, I'm trying to get these people inebriated so they can tolerate their families. No. If you get up and walk around, people will know you're drunk. Don't get drunk at the Christmas thing. The only time you should get up is bathrooms, but I've got a solution for that here in a bit. It better not be pissing in a potted plant. You're getting ahead of me, Dave. Yikes. Now, the next important thing you're going to want to do is pick your go-to chitron. What? You're going to want to find the most responsible and or manipulable chitron of the bunch. Yikes. And you will basically spend the entirety of the day tricking this child into running errands for you. Yes, come on. It works, dude. Snacks, drinks, they can bring them all to you. I mean, the smaller and younger they are, the more likely they'll spill shit. But you know, the older kids kind of see through your bullshit real quick. Right. But they can be quite valuable. What I recommend is just get some Reese's Pieces, put them in a little thing in your pocket, and just, you know, one at a time. Bribe them. It's like, all right, bring me some, you know, uh, bring me a beer. Here's a Reese's Pieces. Ridiculous. Whatever. Now, let's back up to the beginning of this event. Yeah. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Okay. Now, if your goal is to stay up all day and watch the copious amounts of sports ball they have planned for you that day, right. have a Red Bull before you start drinking. A breakfast Red Bull. It's America Day. If we're tired, that's what we do. Okay. Now, your other option is just raw dog in the day. Okay. And that's no Red Bull, so you're likely just going to fall asleep around, you know, first quarter of the second game. Okay. And that can be a quite pleasant way to deal with your family, you know, if you just sleep through it. Yikes. That's when having them chitrin around could be a problem, you know, they'll start fucking with you. Yeah. All right, now to the bathroom thing. Get some Depends, dumb shit. You don't even have to get up. Are you telling people to get adult diapers so that they can shit and piss in their pants? The more times you get up, the more likely you're going to have to talk to Aunt Susan or whatever the fuck. Yes, don't get shit-faced at your family function, for fuck's sake. Or do. We're not your parents. Yikes, dude. That was just dumb. Right. Well, do you have some advice for the people if they want to smoke weed, you pothead? Yeah, you're a grown fucking adult. Smoke weed like a fucking adult. You know, maybe go outside, I guess, or something and wear some cologne or perfume or whatever. Shit. But probably don't get stoned at your fucking family function either. I mean, just enjoy your family or something. Right. Well, Dave doesn't know our families, guys, so, you know. Well, fair enough. Get some adult diapers. It takes a minute to get used to shitting and pissing in your pants, but it's worth it. Goddamn, what have I done with my life? Hey, I'm RC. Dave and Angus Show will return after these messages. Hi, I'm with Dyson Meat, and somebody's got to let you know the supply chain's fucked. We noticed. Right, well, let this be a lesson. You can't just turn on and off the economy. That's stupid stuff that only politicians believe is true. Way to go. So as we businesses figure out what the fuck to do to get this shit back together, we in the meat industry have been exploring cheaper alternatives. I don't like where this is going. Well, don't worry. We're aware that you don't want to eat the bugs. No way. Although you guys eat so many fucking bugs and you don't even know it. What? But don't worry. We found another alternative that we think, eh, maybe America. I'm not eating kangaroo meat, bro. Kangaroo meat? That's way too expensive. Have you seen how much value you've lost in your dollar recently? I mean... It's really not good, and they keep doing things to make it worse. Oh. So I'm just going to break it to you. We're making patties out of sewer meat. Excuse me? Yeah, Dyson Meats probably presents poop patties. Fucking poop? Well, again, it's sewer patties, but yes. Oh, there's more than just poop in the sewer, dude. Yeah, it makes for a lot of calories. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you're making it sound like it's dirty. It's not. I mean, it's poop, but we're cleaning it. How do you clean poop? Well, in a process by which we make it into meat. So you're going to sell Americans poop burgers and poop dogs. Yeah. This is fucked up, dude. Well, stop voting for people that don't know things about the world. I'm not eating bugs and I'm not eating poop meat. Well, you're not going to be able to afford cow, buddy. Come on. Well, like chickens then? If only. No one's going to eat poop meat. Americans will eat anything flavored and in a circle shape. Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah. Dyson meat poop patties. They taste like shit because they are. Because you won't eat the bugs and the politicians hate you. And now back to the Dave and Angus show here on the Scatcast Network. Top Dave and Angus Top 5 Favorite sports games all time Top Dave and Angus Top 5 For you For you
All right, so we had to work pretty hard on this one. I wouldn't call it hard work. Dave, why you always got to be a contradictionary with me? What? What kind of thesaurus sucks ass? Yeah, so we're doing our top five, uh, what, is, what do you call it? Sports ball games, Dave. Right, you call it sports ball. Yeah, but what I mean by it is the top games with balls in them. Our favorite games with balls. Right, that means that race car driving, that don't count, man. Right, what about horse racing? Horse balls don't count. What about polo with horses? Well, polo's got a little ball, so it counts. All right, and hockey, even though it's a puck. To be fair, I'm going ball type objects. So javelin? No. But hockey? Yes. All right, I think we get it. Good, because it's very simple. Right, all right, do you want to start? Why don't you start? We've picked our top five, and we have an honorable mention. Well, I have two honorable mentions. All right, so do I. Okay, well, let's hear them. All right, I really like golf. Or I see how it's going to be right out of the gates. Yeah, you're going to be a dick, and you're going to criticize everything I say. Dave likes wearing silly pants. Golf is a lovely game that frustrates the fuck out of me. Well, it's a game originally designed for reptilian shapeshifters from another dimension, so... What's your honorable mention? All right, one of my favorite sports ball games all time is tackle basketball. What the fuck is that? Remember on the playground when the kids got tired of the fucking rules of basketball and they just started punching each other? I remember you doing that at recess every once in a while, Mm. but yeah. That was my favorite way to play basketball. Nobody liked playing with you. It's where I learned the art of the wet noodle stuff. Right, well, my other honorable mention is volleyball. I feel like that sport gets the shaft. Okay, I'm waiting for the punchline. No, I mean, it is a cool sport that should have, like, volleyball cards and stuff, but, you know, nobody gives a shit. Right, well, it is a good sport, and I think a lot of people give a shit. Right, name one person you know that gives a shit. I mean, I give a shit, and that's why it's on my list. Whatever. Did you memorize volleyball stats too, Dave? I actually did not. Yeah, who's the MVP of World Volleyball League, Dave? I don't know. Underrated as fuck. All right, we're kind of on the same team, and yet I still feel like your adversary. Because that's how an Angus do. Of course. Now, my other honorable mention is ping pong. All right. I got pretty intense into ping pong when I tried to go to college for a minute. That's right, you did go to college for a minute. Yeah, but I just played ping pong, so it was really expensive to play ping pong. Sounds about right. But watching motherfuckers that know how to play ping pong is like, wow. It's almost superhuman how fast it goes. Yeah, it's another sport where I feel like we should know the names of the people that you know, are really good at that sport because it's like, well, that's not a talent that everyone has, you know? Right. Not everybody can go up there and smash the shit out of a ball at like 900 miles an hour and see it. Right. Must give it to spin. I was never good at ping pong. You and I should play ping pong for money, Dave. No, no I don't oh, think yeah. so. All right. right. On to my number five, which is hockey. And you just pissed off Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Canada, Russia. Well, Eric Clages from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I'm saying I love hockey. Hockey's a wonderful sport. Hockey fans, you know, they like to throw punches, Dave. Yes, I know. Minnesotans like hockey, Dave. That's why they punch hard. Right. Well, I fucking like hockey. Wayne Gretzky was like my hero. Growing up. Can you imagine Dave on ice skates? God, I want to see that. We've we done, should go do that. We fucking have done that. Right. Did you fall a lot? Yes, I did. Did I fall a lot? Yes, and you also tried to stab a guy with your ice skate because you heard about it on Happy Gilmore. That sounds like something you'd want to check off the bucket list. Right. Well, it's hard not to respect hockey. It has to be the hardest sport. It's soccer on ice, Dave. Yeah, with sticks and a little puck and punching. Right. And oh, by the way, you got to be a fucking amazing ice skater. Whatever. I have a cheat code for hockey. Oh, yeah, what's that? Get a sumo wrestler and have him be goalie. Oh, okay. Seriously, get a 600 pound dude that can do the splits or some shit, and he can't score. Right. What's your number five? All right, doesn't like my idea. Australian rules football is an Angus's number five. Aussie football. That is a really fun sport. Yeah, well, I called it, Dave. Well, it's not on my list. I'm just saying, great choice. Go fuck yourself, Dave. It's mine. Next, what do you like about Australian rules football? I like whenever they get a wallaby buck, what? they end up getting one of them shark biscuits, huh? and then they score the footy. Right. But then the referee goes like this. He goes, Dave, look at me. Dave, you gotta see this. Yep. He goes, Hadouk! Yep. Okay. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Right. I think the coolest refs in any sport are Australian rules football refs. I know what you're talking about, but you kind of scared me back there. It was the intense eye contact, huh? It was. Dave, look at me. Fuck no. Whatever. Give me your number four. Well, it's what the world calls football. Oh, you mean soccer, Dave. No, I mean world football. You're a kiss-ass, Dave. Why does that make me a kiss-ass? Because like seven and a half of the eight billion people on the earth like that sport the best, Dave. What? I've enjoyed the World Cup. Booty kisser? Whatever. What's your number four? Well, it's a fine sport of curling. Wait, you like curling? It's the only sport that rewards good sweeping and mopping technique. I've never seen you watch curling. It's fucking cool, though. It is a cool sport. Every time I've been to Canada, they're like, hey, by the way, on every channel, got some curling for you. All right, well, through me a curveball there. All right, so what's your number three, David? Well, I love American rules football. American rules football. You're still kissing ass. You called Australian rules football Australian rules football.
Coast football. That's because we don't want to get it confused with actual football, which is American football, Dave. No, it's soccer, which is football. No, soccer, your face, Dave. Right. Well, I love the game of football. I love college football. I love NFL football. Dave likes multi-million dollar fake right. sports. Get fucked. Oh, but fake sports. Whatever. What's your number three? Well, it's a little known sport called snooker, Dave. Wait, snooker? You heard an Angus. Do you know what snooker is? I know it sounds like 85% of a curse word to me, and I like that a lot. Yikes. Also, I think there's a stick involved. Now, a Q. Yeah, it's similar to pool. Yeah, shut your stupid snooker face. Yikes. So my number two is basketball. Shit, Dave the Mainstream. Mom, it's my favorite sport to play. Oh my god, you guys should see Dave shoot hoops. They heard me smoke your ass at the Basketball Hall of Fame, remember? Yeah, I don't think that hoop nor the ball were regulation. Yeah, it was literally the master hoop that sets the regulations. Whatever, Dave, it's a basketball hoop, not a fucking wizard. Right, well, NBA, NCAA, I love yeah, it all. If Budweiser sponsors it, Dave's fucking there. Right, I don't know what that comment means, mm. but whatever. Fuck yeah. Sheeple shit, Dave. Whatever. What's your number two? I think it's the ultimate coming-of-age sport. Okay. It's a sport that teaches you where you stand with the other children. Mm. It's a sport that teaches you where you are athletically compared to the other children. All right. And it's also the reason we all know what a rubber P.E. ball tastes like. Okay. I'm talking about dodgeball, Dave. I get what you're saying. How in the name of fuck all do we not have professional dodgeball on television, Dave? You think people would watch professional dodgeball? Brilliant feats of athleticism. Suspenseful games. Fuckwads taking balls to the face. Hell yeah, Dave. All right. Well, dodgeball. There you go. Now it's time for our number ones. Are you ready? I mean, if people listen to the show, they already know, probably. Oh, yeah. It's fucking baseball, isn't it? Fuck yeah. It's baseball. Boring. Dave, your list is dumb. What? It's just a list of the most popular sports that there are. What? Just because they're popular doesn't mean they're not great. I mean, it kind of does. No, baseball's one of my favorite things that humans have ever come up with, ever. Better than peanut butter? Uh, yes. Better than lawn darts for chitrins to play with, Dave? Yes. Better than chips, Dave? Well, I mean, it's up there with chips. Whatever, Dave likes mainstream things that people bet on in Vegas. Baseball, what a great season last season was. What a treat. I'll treat your face. All right, Steve, pull up my fucking drum roll, baby. <laughs> The objective, empirical, most bestest of sports of all time that have balls. Tetherball. Tetherball. Yeah, I was bigger than the other kids when I was playing tetherball, and I just murdered them. I just remember that being sweet. That's your favorite ball game of all time. Yeah, one time at recess in like the third grade, I bounced this motherfucking ball right off of Bobby Bartlett's little dumb face. Well, I remember that. You actually got suspended. That's right, because I pulled the ball off the chain, and I just beat him with the ball. Right. Fond memories with that tetherball. I think there should be a professional championship-level league, man. I can't imagine that being fun to watch. I feel like the Olympics suck without it. All right, well, that was our list. Yeah, well, Dave likes all the sports where you hear an All-State commercial 15 times. Uh, and Angus likes sports because they fucking sound like a curse word. Get snookered, Dave. Right, well, we'll be right back after these messages. Dyson Foods presents Alpha Cock Trail Mix. Alpha Cock. Alpha Cock Male Enhancement Trail Mix, the ultimate food for men who dominate. With our original mix of beef jerky, pepperoni sticks, sharp bacon bits, jalapenos, the only acceptable vegetable, plus our gravy balls, creatine shards, our crunchy salt cubes, shredded gorilla hearts, and you know a shit ton of Viagra. Alpha Cock Male Enhancement Trail Mix. Try new tropical flavors that come with flamingo necks, chunks of gator face, the testicles of tigers, and steroids. There's there's steroids in it. Alpha Cock Male Enhancement Trail Mix. It seriously has steroids and Viagra in it. We're probably being arrested as you're hearing this. Dyson Foods. Liberty, 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 liberty. Oh, Where's that fucking email? The guy and my kid, they, they have a show and it's, it's on again. I don't care for it. Movie reviews, movie reviews, movie reviews from Dave and Angus to you. Movie reviews, fucking they're real good too. I watched a movie for you, listen to me. 
All right, so for the first time in 10,000 years, Dave and I sat down and watched Waterworld. Yeah, it came out in 1995. The premise is we turn the planet into a water world. Right. And everybody lives in boats and on top of garbage. Right. And Kevin Costner's a mutant fishy man. Right. But there might be dry land somewhere. Possible. And somebody tattooed a fucking map on the back of a baby for some reason. Yes. And she becomes kind of the object of everybody's eye. That is correct. Which includes the bad guys led by Dennis Hopper, who are called the Smokers. Yes. This movie went hard against smokers and fucking fossil fuels. It did. Now, who directed this shit? It was directed by Kevin Reynolds, starring Kevin Costner, Dennis Hopper, Gene Triplehorn, and Tina Majorino. And she's from that weird movie with the tater tots. Are you talking about Napoleon Dynamite? Boom, this was her way before that. Yes. All right, well, this was two hours and 16 minutes of PG-13 goodness. Yeah, and this was the most expensive movie ever made uh, at the time. Yeah, they say it has a somewhere between $172 million and $175 million budget. Yeah, and it did make about $264 million in the box office. Which was actually pretty good for that year. Yeah, it was one of the highest, but because it was so over budget. All right, well, what the fuck did they get for all that money? I thought they got a pretty good movie. It was pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, there's camp and there's things that don't hold up. Yeah, the CGI, holy shit. Right, but it's still a fucking pretty good movie. It's not as bad as the shit that it got, man. Right. It's like, I'm not supposed to like the movie because maybe somebody didn't get along on the set. It's like, fuck that, man. Kevin Costner's got gills and a bad attitude. Yeah, I mean, for sci-fi movies like this, I mean, there's really not anything like it. Man, what a fucking cool-ass boat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's the only movie that I know of where they made the boat like the horse, where you're like, I'm fucking cheering for the horse, but it's a boat. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, and you're like, don't let that horse get stuck in the mud. Right, well, all right, well, what did you think? Well, why don't you tell us what you think first, Dave, because I've got a little thing i got to do. Right, well, I gave it four stars out of five. Nice and simple. Dave's talking about stars and shit. Gave him four. Yeah, I still really like the movie. The concept's great. Everything looks really nice. I mean, the tall, the thing that they float on, the big city is fucking pretty cool. Yeah, there's even some really good character acting all throughout yeah, it. It was a lot of fun, so I gave it four stars. All right, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to teach people the ALF method, Dave. Right. So I have a five ALF system. Right. And for a movie to get five ALFs, it has to answer these five questions. Okay. Number one, does it make sense to an Angus? Okay. Waterworld largely makes sense, so that's one point. Okay. Number two is, does it engage in Angus continually? Does it keep your attention? That's what I'm fucking saying, and I would say Waterworld's doing it. Okay. So we're at a full two points already. It's going strong. Now, this third ALF represents a question, does Angus give a fuck about the characters? I see. Did I care if Kevin Costner or the little map girl lived or died. Right. I'd say one point I did. Okay, so you're at a three. That's right. Now, this next question is very important, David. Okay. Did this movie stimulate and or move in Angus's emotions? Well, I saw you cry several times. Eat shit, Dave. I also felt joy, love, and fear. Okay. So that's another point for Waterworld. Right, so that's 4.0 right now. Well, that leaves us to our final question. Okay. And the final ALF. Last of the ALFs. Would an Angus watch again and or recommend? Right, and where does an Angus fall? An Angus gives a nine out of ten ALFs. So you score that. Waterworld finds itself a near-perfect movie with 4.9 ALFs. 4.9. And I gave, what did I get? Four. Right. So Dave is wrong, I'm right, 4.9. A near-perfect movie, you're saying? It's the Citizen Kane of the Sea. Right, well, the Skycast producers also figured out that there's a Waterworld video game. Yeah, and they made us play that shit, and, uh... Well, for a mid-late 90s game, it's not so bad. We played it as long as we could. Right, well, it had mixed reviews when it came out in, like, 1997, so... Yeah. I gave that 1.364 ALFs as far as video games go. Right, well, whatever. Right. Well, probably the most long-lasting and possibly profitable thing that's ever come from Waterworld is the motherfucking rides. Yeah, besides Hollywood, there's rides in Japan, Singapore, and Beijing. Right, so... No matter what, the premise of this movie is pretty cool. Yeah, it's got kind of an underground following. Right, what's the tomatoes on it, though? Well, the tomato meter is 45%, but the audience score is only 43%. Right, but it's getting kind of a cult following, especially now that it's got 4.9 ounces. Right, yeah, we'll have to see. Well, one thing we always need to remember is that most movies, most of them, are not made by idiots trying to make a shitty-ass movie, so, you know, well, keep that in mind. It doesn't always translate. A lot of moving parts to uh, a movie, Dave. Right. Angus knows about these things post-apocalyptica. Sure. Probably won an award this year. I doubt it. Whatever. You got anything left to say? Well, it was fun watching Waterworld after all these years. Mm -hmm. I mean, most yeah. of it kind of held up and it was pretty cool yeah with avatar way of water coming out this week you know it made sense to visit the original water world yeah so four stars for me and 4.9 alfs for me all right well let's get the fuck out of this segment boom don't be scared little chitrins 
I'm going to read you a bedtime story. It's Papa Angus Blackburn Jr.'s bedtime story time thing. All right, you two little shits, you ready for a bedtime story? Yeah, teddy bear. You want a story about a teddy bear, huh? Yeah. Well, how about I tell you a Christmas story about the little polar bear that saved the day? No, teddy bear. It's polar bear or nothing. Polar bear. Too. Once upon a time in the place where polar bears live, there was a very young polar bear named Kevin. Kevin. That's right. And Kevin was in the middle of several of his cub siblings. And at this point in his life, he was kind of resenting them, you know? Kind of like how you guys are going to be. And definitely how your brother R.C. is. He's a poopy. Yeah, he's a real monster right now. But back to the story. One day after Kevin had a little fight with his cub siblings, he and his mama bear had kind of like a problem. You're being a real piece of shit, the mama bear said, and she locked him in the attic of the bear cave. Ah, but ah, little Kevin said. But in the attic, he stayed. And in the chaos of some bullshit, yada yada Christmas, the family of polar bears went on vacation and they left Kevin in the damn attic because they forgot him. They forgot Kevin? Yeah, but don't be sad for Kevin. Kevin was happy as shit. When he realized that all his family was gone, he was like party time. Party. No, not party time. He just, you know, ate all the stuff he wasn't supposed to eat. Ice cream and chips. Mm. Watched movies he's not supposed to watch. Mm. Shaved and whatnot. But the next afternoon, he noticed that there were some bad bears hanging around the cave. Holy shit, we should steal from this cave, one of the bad bears said. Yeah. yeah let's come back later tonight, the other bad bear said. Oh, no. But little Kevin overheard them, and he wasn't about to let those motherfuckers break into his house without a fight. Get him, oh, he put together some wicked shit. Booby traps you ain't never seen before. Stuff like out of the jungles of Vietnam. Mm. Kevin, the tiny polar bear was somehow tapped in with military strategies and tactics. And when the bad bears returned, every time they tried to make a move to get inside the cave, the bad bears were burned, beaten, stabbed, bludgeoned, bloodied. They had shit done to their balls. And one of them fell down the stairs and had a spike go up his ass. Remember, these are the bad bears. No stab. Now, the problem with these bad bears is despite the beating that they took, they ended up seeing their pain as a personal plight and they wanted to kill Kevin. And eventually, the two bad bears catch Kevin. Watch out, Kevin. And one of the bad bears is like, you fucking mangled my balls, you little shit. And just as they were about to eat Kevin the little polar bear, a completely unrelated ninja bear that was just in the neighborhood comes out of the shadows and he cuts the heads off the two bad bears. He slashed them off clean, too. And Kevin Kevin was like, wow, just in the nick of time. Thank you, Ninja Bear. But Ninja Bear didn't say shit because he was cool like that. Quick. And then Kevin just partied for like another week while the parents were out of town. I got party, Daddy. No, not party, party, party. I got party. Right, well, when the parents returned, Kevin was like, hey, I missed you, but now I'm going to train to become a Ninja Bear. And then he became a Ninja Bear. And one day when you're ready, I'll tell you the story of Kevin the Ninja Bear. I got party. Now, I told you a story. My parental interactions with you are done unless there's a fire. All right, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Good night. I love you. Now, the David Angus Show will return right after this. Where the fuck am I? What? Arby's. We got the new poop patties. Put our sauce on the poop patties and I'm still be good. Hi, I'm Malachi with Nature's Natural Farms. Here to tell you there's an alternative to me. It's not a fad diet. It's a lifestyle. And while it is vegetarian, it's not technically vegan. It's the eat-only grass diet. Eog. Occasionally, when eating grass, you will eat a bug. So, like I said, it's not totally vegan. But eating only grass is the best way to get a lot of nutrients. I mean, cows eat grass, and look at how big they fucking are. I mean, we're drinking their damn milk so we can get to the calcium that they're getting from the grass. Cut out the four stomachs and cow pus middleman and eat only grass. Eog. You will find that you diminish in muscle mass, overall energy, and you definitely are a grumpy son of a bitch. There's also some brain and testicle shrinkage that might go with it. But eat only grass is a way to say no to all the things. Because grass grows in yards and shit, and the only thing you have to murder is grass. And like I said, an occasional bug. One time I ate a cricket. Eog. You can live in a world of peace, prosperity, and, you know, relative health. You want to watch your weight. If it gets too low, you might start losing teeth. But eat only grass can make you a hero of the earth. And you know what they say, you are what you eat. And in this case, you would be grass. And that's better than pig anuses and chicken dicks like you eat every other day. So join the movement. Eog. 
and eat only grass and maybe a cricket or some ants or something and stop being such a goddamn burden on this fucking planet you horrible piece of shit Eog, eat the bugs it's an Angus Blackburn Jr. Conspiracy Corner Yeah Alright, so here's the deal, man. This week we're looking into the deep underground military base. Okay, those probably exist. What do you mean they probably exist, Dave? Give me a fucking break. Alright, I'm sure they exist. I'm not sure what's coming out of your mouth. I'm not really prepared for you right now. We're talking about the depths that the Illuminati scum will go to, Dave. Aren't those things from the Cold War when they thought the world was gonna explode from nuclear war? Yeah, but it's not like they shut them down, Dave. It's not like you fucking know a goddamn fucking thing about it. I know that on average they're about two miles underground. Okay. And these fuckers are big, 10 to 30 miles across. Guaranteed his sources are some random guy's blog. Dave, try and follow along. Now get fucked. These deep underground military bases, also known as dumbs. That's fitting. They're basically the layer of the scum. Okay. And they have hundreds, if not thousands, of these bases slash cities, Dave. Okay. I mean, you've heard of Cheyenne Mountain, right? I think so. Well, they got, like, Air Force shit there. Okay. They can, like, launch planes from underground or some shit, Dave. Right. They get a hangar or something? They probably have a Stargate, Dave. Okay. But that's just the surface of the scratching. Right. There's also places like Raven Rock in Pennsylvania. No. Okay. Raven Rock, Dave. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Was that deep underground military base? For the scam, Dave. Right, well, it's probably run by the Department of Defense, right? That's what they want you to think. All of these are in case of, like, some tragedy, so fucking, what the hell's your problem? Raven Rock, Dave. Are you worried because it has a cool name? Dave, when they name something cool, it's meant to fuck us all over. Okay. But then there's Mount Weather, an Aquarius Reef Base, Dave. That's basically serious sea lab. Okay. Real life sea lab. I feel like I know those exist, okay? And, and the banksters have their own base, too, man. It's called Mount Pony. And that's all you're gonna give us? Well, it's not fucking full of ponies, Dave. It's full of gold like a dragon's horde. Okay. And they can run the world's banking systems from inside their mountain base. So you see a very Bond villain future for the world. Past, present, and future, Dave. But well, let's get past the stinky shit part of what the bull has for you and get to the meat. Okay. Under the earth yeah. are thousands of little cities built by these scum. Mm. They're interconnected with thousands of miles of track, dude. They got super fast, maglev, sci-fi shit underground, dude. Just, boom, just boom. speed trains on crack, Dave. So they got speed trains while we can't even, you know, get the bus to work. You get it, Dave. Well, to whatever extent this all exists, I'm sure it's for national security or something. Oh, my dear sheeple. Now, here we go. This is why the Denver airport's so important. Now, all roads lead to the Denver airport. Fuck yes, David. There's hope for you yet. Didn't we already talk about the Denver airport at length one point? Well, not only is it the most popular airport in North America, but it's also a big hub for these fucking speed trains. Now, I can see that in the look in your eye, you're gonna say speed train a lot now. Well, you know, the only way the scum like to travel is speed trains, Dave. Okay. Now, as you non-sheeple know, the Illuminati like to hide things in plain sight. Here we go. But sometimes they gotta hide things out of your sight, because, you know, it's too big. So they have things like Skinwalker Ranch in Oak Island. Oh, those are covers for... For the deep underground military bases of the scum. In Oak Island. It's perfect because nothing ever happens there, Dave. No, okay. Well, you've heard of Area 51. Most of that shit's underground. Okay, I don't know. And you don't even want to know how deep Area 69 goes. Is that a poorly crafted sex joke that makes kind of no sense? It makes some sense. All right, so your point is that military bases exist uh, and some of them are underground. Yes. But they're not meant to protect us. They're meant to... I'd say monitor, enslave, and ultimately destroy us. Okay. But also I think that, you know, the bougie people of the world just kind of think it's cool that they have this thing that we don't know about and that they have this like super fast you know speed trains right well can we be done with this well, i haven't got to talk about the war of the underground world dave yeah, i don't want shit to do with that all right well we'll be back next week with more conspiracy shit yeah more pointless gibberish next week right gun health x from another show uh, now it's time for post-apocalyptic or something captain what are you doing i don't know it's the end of the world it's the end of the world it fucking sucks it's Shut up. Well, narrator guy 
is mad at Angus again, so he's taking it out on the show, and I don't blame him. So I, Dave, am going to narrate the show this week. And holy shit, a lot's happened, so why don't we just get into the show, and I'll tell you there. Well, fuck me running, a lot has changed. Angus said like a douche. Well, I see how you're going to do it, Angus. This is what you did to everybody last week. Well, sticks and stones, bitch. Angus used to melt down over a tweet. Sometimes a tweet can be like a kick to the nuts, Dave. Whatever, like Angus said, a lot's changed. First of all, we haven't been able to head to Seattle, which has made RC even more angsty than usual. Angus said like a dickhead who doesn't know how to parent. Eat shit, Dave. He pooped from his face. Oh, man, come on. Yeah, it's no fun on the other side, is it, bud? Just tell the fucking story, Dave. Well, since our last communication, our plan was to head west and look for Bojo. But the government had different plans for us. Angus interrupted. Sorry, Dave. Please do your thing. They think our clock tower with its underground garage is quite the fortification. That's what I fucking said, but you guys want to leave and shit. Well, in exchange for three quarters of the moonshine that Papa Blackburn's been making. And me and him probably drank at least that ourselves. Right, you guys are ridiculous. Yeah, zombie apocalypse, Dave. Right, well, in exchange for that, we got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, if you can get past the zombies in the military base, you got a free-for-all of military equipment. Right, so we fortified up pretty well. We even gave Chugsy a gunmetal paint job. No, she still gets like five miles to the gallon, but fuck. Well, she's got our sloppy asses in her in a big-ass gun turret. What do you want? Right, well, it doesn't matter, but the other thing the military did, they dropped off almost 200 motherfuckers that they had just running around their place. There are team of survivors here in Spokane has grown exponentially. And they're all under an Angus's command. Angus said both maniacally and irresponsibly. Yeah, shut your dick runway, Dave. Angus said insultingly because he was insecure. Oh, I don't like this episode at all. It's more fun on this side, I tell you what. Not at all, Dave. As you guys know, Angus and myself, plus his son and his father, and stupid-ass zombie Steve, have been surviving on our own for a while. I already told him all this last week, Dave. Angus fourth wall. Everybody knows an Angus glory holds the fourth wall. Right, well then we ran into our fat cats. The red team of Chris Eason, Jose Montez, and Donald Fisher. Yeah, you're the only one that uses the blue and red team well, shit. They used to listen to me. They don't anymore now that there's hundreds of people here. Right. They're kind of all in charge of their own things. Well, I still have my blue team of Matthew Pernar, Jason Claser, and Sean Burrett. Yeah. Again, I don't think they recognize that. What the fuck ever, Dave? I'm serious. I'm pretty sure. Minus five Angus bucks for you at this point. Well, I hope I end up minus a million. We gotta be close. Angus has tried to institute a social credit score amongst us. I think a merit-based horde of zombie killers is probably the right thing to do, Dave. Well, it's been us and our fat cats against the world for a long time. We've become the Northwest's ultimate fighting team. Also, there's only like a thousand people still alive in the world. Yeah, that ragtag ship brigade of a wannabe government, they were not optimistic. Angus said as he and I reached our destination. We're here, dipshit. Angus flatulated. That can't be good. Well, our destination just so happened to be our riverfront park clock tower new headquarters. The ship brigade wannabe government kind of hooked us up. Yeah, now we have a walled off tent city just outside the clock tower. Yeah, filled with what we like to call our litter box turds. Angus said trying to take over the narration job. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave, please. About the same time that we grew in number, something happened with the zombies. They cranked their zombificationals up like 13 points. All the zombies we came across became more aggressive. It requires more bullets to take a damn zombie down now than ever. They also seem stronger, move faster, and they gather in larger numbers. We're basically attacked every day. But we had become a formidable force. There's my fat cats. What's up, guys? Angus in the house. The five of the six fat cats groaned at the sight of Angus. They didn't fucking groan. Donald Fisher, the sixth fat cat, was out messing around with zombie Steve. All right, each of you guys have been in charge of like 20 people, right? I've got 15 left. All right, who'd we lose today? Matthew Pernar, what you got? Yeah, so, you know, AJ McFalls? Yeah, fellow Angus. Right, well, he raided the Arby's just kind of down the street. I thought we already picked through that shit. Yeah, he found some stuff. Matthew Pernar, you tell me right now what happened to AJ McFalls? Angus said as he twitched like a dick. I mean, I don't know the science. Okay. But AJ died on the toilet. What? Angus was shocked. I mean, something between the honey bucket chemicals in the porta potty and then the Arby's. Well, fellow Angus needs a decent funeral. There's nothing left of him, man. Boom. Oh, fuck. There was a huge loss to the team since he had been an inside scooper since April of 2021. There's no way a fellow Angus is getting death by toilet on his fucking tombstone. Everyone understand? Angus said with a little tear in his eye. <laughs> no. We'd all seen so many die. All right, Matthew, is that all we lost on your team? Yeah, today. And then Matthew Pernard took out his ninja sword and kind of shook it around a few times. Matthew liked oh. to get his blade oh. real close to Jason Glazer's ear for some reason. Dude. Jason Glazer said, Sorry, JK, bro. Matthew said, but he wasn't really that sorry. Yes, I was. I mean, 
mean you keep doing it, Matthew. I'm always just near him because I like him. Right. Well, Angus went back to counting the deaths from the fat cats. Jason Kleiser, dude, what's up? Dude, Jason said, you lose any team members today? We were attacked like six times, yeah. Like I said, the zombies had gotten much more aggressive. Well, where the hell's Alan Sweetie? Angus asked, remembering that Alan was cooking some sweet-ass meals for everyone. That dude knows how to make some meat taste good. Oh, actually, he's in the brig. Jason said, what the fuck did Alan Sweeting do? Angus was surprised because Alan's like the nicest dude. He's also like a natural-born zombie killer. I was thinking about putting him on blue team. But he was going to be in the brig for a while. Dude, Alan was the bean thief. He said, holding up the wanted poster that Angus's dad had made looking for, you know, bean thieves. Dude. But ever since Alan had entered the clock tower complex, he just had to fuck with my dad's beans, didn't he? Yeah, your dad went off. Huh? All right, well, at least he's still alive. Well, I lost Peter Cass. I lost Kelly Geiger. Jason said with sadness, are the Aussies dead? Yeah, ironically, Peter was killed by, like, one of the zoo animals from Australia. Was it the zombie kangaroo? Yeah. Jason said, shaking his head slowly as he had witnessed the whole thing. Zombie roos are fucked, dude. Well, fuck me, dad. We'll have to crack your dick slap that guy into the ground. No, the zombie roo ate him, bro. Fuck me. What happened to Kelly? She's one of my favorite humans on the earth. I asked. I saw her got eaten by that same zombie roo. John Burrett said. Well, she used to be one of my favorites. Angus started to say like a dick. You know, Kelly has her opinions from time to time. Angus and Kelly had gone head to head several times over Steven Seagal movies. Look, I love Kelly and I'm sad she was eaten by a zombie roo. It was really bad. Sean Burt said wide-eyed and kind of turning white. Dude, zombie roos are fucked up. Jason Clayser said also pretty white. Well, the world only needs so many Steven Seagal haters. God damn it, Angus. We have a body to bury. I mean, she's probably pooped now. Yeah. Well, you two grab a shovel and a bag and go see if you can find Peter Cass and Kelly Geiger's poopy remains. It's going to be very hard to find. OJ Montez said. What do you mean, OJ? Well, I'd say there's more zombie poop than grass and dirt. Now. And OJ was right. Yeah. He was usually right. OJ's fucking right. I scratched that last order. And Sean Burt had lost a few members of his team. Dude, this is getting fucked. Sean Burt said, holding up a whole necklace worth of ears. Are those zombie ears or your teammates' ears? Angus asked, making a good point. Oh, they're zombie ears. Sean said, unconvincingly. How many did we lose today? And that's when Chris Eason approached Angus. Angus. Chris said to him, grabbing his wrist. What is it, man? We lost Spoon Man today. And the whole crowd got quiet. Well, this zombie apocalypse isn't right. Angus said with visible tears. Ryan the Spoon Man strong and Angus had bonded quite a bit yeah. over their mutual affection of throwing rocks at zombie squirrels. Spoon Man! Angus was tired of losing friends. Please tell me you killed a zombie that killed a Spoon Man. Actually, there was an accident with one of the moonshine stills. What you talking about, Eason? Angus said, pursing his lips. What am I doing with my lips? Shut the fuck up, Angus. One of the stills blew up this morning. How the fuck did that happen? It was an accident, but I think it was zombie Steve. And something snapped inside Angus. I'm sick of that zombie Steve. And with that, he hugged each and every one of those fat cats. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank you for your support. Dude. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for support. Yeah. Thank you. You got it. Thank you for your support. You're welcome. And it almost seemed like Angus was looking for a Thank baby you. to kiss. He was so politician-like. Yeah, eat your own brown cave over, Dave. And so Angus went to confront zombie Steve. This ends today, man. We either cure him or kill him. And we'll find out right after these messages. Now, hey, it's J-Rod. If you need uh, weed, you know, make sure you call me, 555-244-3321. All right, to my NSA guy and all the people in the government with no sense of humor, that was a joke. It's actually Barry that will answer. And so Angus found zombie Steve and Don Fisher, the shitbox wizard, to confront him about his friend, the Spoon Man. Oh, hey, what's up, Angus? Not a zombie at all, Steve said as Angus approached. What the fuck, zombie Steve? Angus said about to grab him by the shirt, but then realizing zombie Steve was very dirty. Goddamn, you're nasty, man. Look, back off. Whatever I did, I'm sorry. And he genuinely seemed sorry. Dude, zombie Steve, you haven't been a zombie Steve for a while. And that's when Don Fisher from behind his really cool Fallout 4 mask said, I gave zombie Steve the medicine, and now he's regular Steve. Well, I was just told that zombie Steve is responsible for a moonshine explosion that fucking killed the Spoon Man. Angus hadn't bothered to wipe the tears and snot from his face. What the fuck did you do to the Spoon Man, zombie Steve? I haven't done shit. I've been hanging out with Don. Don, what the fuck happened to the Spoon Man? Who? Spoon Man, Robert Strong. He made all the poop spreaders for everyone. Oh, yeah, the poop knife. I'm not fucking talking to you, zombie Steve. What 
the hell happened, Don? But Don didn't really know. He had been hanging out with Zombie Steve, or regular Steve, anyway. How the fuck are you two friends? Angus said, frustrated by the situation. Zombie Steve and I have come to an understanding. Don said, putting his hand on Zombie Steve's shoulder. And then Steve bit his hand. Stop biting me, semi-regular Steve. Sorry, you just are very tasty. He was using Amara B products from AmaraBee.com. That's B-E-E. How the fuck are you putting up with Steve biting you all the time? They are love bites. Yeah, Don's my buddy. Well, then quit biting Don, you weird-ass Steve. Angus still didn't know where to put his pent-up rage over all the people he'd lost. Oh, and I know there'll be more, Dave. Probably next week. Probably a bunch of scat cats and inside scoopers and alley cats and probably some litter mates too, man. And he was right, because I can see the script for next week. I blame you, Donald, for not keeping that goddamn zombie Steve in line. Thanks a lot, Angus. Whatever, Mr. Lovebite, you keep that motherfucker away from them stills. And you keep that zombie Steve away from me. But Don didn't let any motherfucker talk to him like that. Eat your own dick and chode, Angus. Give me your cool fallout mask, Don. And thus concludes today's name droppy as fuck. Pretty much pointless show except for killing a bunch of you guys. Loving it. Join us next week for more Post-Apocalyptica. So that's our show? Fuck, that's a lot. It's probably too much of a show, yes. But thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks to the Scatcast Network, to the producers, Mr. and Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Not to Don the Shitbox Wizard and the Trusted Turd Triad. Which consists also of Chris the Discord Dookie Slayer. And Bodie the Quartermaster of Scatcast. Plus just a little bit of love to the Godhead. And a shout out to the Garbage Disposal on Facebook. Huge love to our fat cats. Yes, past and present. We kind of introduced them quite extensively back there. We love all our patrons. Yeah, info at scatcast.com. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Check out our merch store. I'll see you next week for another Dave and Angus show. Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's day. I'm down. It's day. It's day. I'm down. It's day. It's another day. It's show right now. Let's go. Bing. Bong. What, do they want me to shit myself at the end of this? God damn it. Real mature, Dave.